study. We got to put forth an effort with them. All we got to do, if we have a relationship to the Lord, is to ask for wisdom. And uh, wisdom is what we need. That's why there's so many intelligent people that are tied up with alcohol and drugs because they have no wisdom. But wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord and uh, consists in humbling, hearing, and doing God's will as revealed in the Holy Scriptures. Because James said, He that knoweth to do good and do it not, to him is sin. So, you know, sometimes it would be better for our own personal good if we didn't know. But, uh, of course, uh, a lot of people that I've talked to over the years said, well, you know, I don't want to know because the least I know, the less I'll be accountable for. And that's a good statement, but it makes no difference how much you know or don't know. But unless you know Jesus Christ, you're going to hell. So... What we know and how we use it will make our life better, more productive. And uh, let's turn to the book of Proverbs for just a minute. In the third chapter, uh, Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13. We got several verses here in Proverbs we want to look at briefly. But in Proverbs 3, 13, Solomon said, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. And I think that uh, we would can understand that in relationship to knowing or knowledge. Uh, we need also have understanding of the wisdom that we have. So... I think this is, every time I think about wisdom, I go to Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13. While you're in Proverbs, turn over to chapter 8. Just want to give you a brief here before we get started. In Proverbs chapter 8, verse 32, uh, God said, Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, be wise, and refuse not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whosoever findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me, wrong of his own soul, all they that hate me love death. It's, it's a powerful verse there in 16, I mean in, in verse 36. But he that sinneth against me, wrong of his own soul, all they that love me, all they that hate me, excuse me, love death. 
And this is really what life is all about. Once we come to know Jesus Christ, do we want to follow him in wisdom? Do we want to take our knowledge? You know, uh, knowledge is what uh, God used, the Holy Spirit uses to save you. You've got to know how to be saved. You've got to know that you're a sinner. You've got to know all these things. But how we live the Christian life depends on our understanding of wisdom and how important wisdom is. You know, in uh, Proverbs 24, uh, look at verse 13 and 14. Solomon is uh, speaking here, and he said, My son, eat thy honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it, then there shall be a reward and thy expectations shall not be cut off. I, I thought that is, uh, you know, there's a lot of knowledge or a lot of uh, good learning whatever terminology I'm having a hard time expressing, but uh, honey, you know, uh, honey is a good source of health, good source of a lot of things. But uh, me personally, you know, uh, I take a teaspoon of honey in the morning and I take a teaspoon of honey at night. Now, well, that's just what I think helps, but I believe honey is good. And then after I was studying this and studying some other stuff that I'm planning on, God said, My son, eat thy honey because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste, so shall the knowledge of wisdom. So he compares those. You know, there's evidently something in the wild honey that is good for your health, but wisdom, you know, knowledge without wisdom can hurt you. Matter of fact, knowledge without wisdom can destroy you. You know, we got to understand what we know. And uh, we want to look at five biblical instructions for how to get wisdom. Don't have to be super intelligent. You don't have to be a certain age. It's just we see people that handle situations. They understand or they got wisdom of what they need to do. Now, let's go back to Proverbs chapter 4. And uh, the first thing that we got to do is like anything else. If I desire better health, I'd rather find out what's wrong with me and try to take care of of that. If I desire knowledge, you know, then I've got to put forth an effort of reading and being around people who are wise. But here in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 8, God said, Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Solomon is talking about wisdom. When you exalt her, and she shall 
promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. You know, we've all heard, or I've, I have heard, and I've read in a lot of uh, books that I have, you know, uh, read and then understand what you're reading before you teach it to somebody else. See, that's wisdom. Knowledge is great. But if you don't have the understanding, salvation is great. And some people live as if, he, you know, the Bible said, the preacher said, the church said, once saved, always saves. And they have no understanding or no wisdom that that's not what grace is. Grace is not a license to sin. Grace is not give you the freedom to do and feel as you want. So we got to desire wisdom. I want knowledge, and I seek knowledge. That's why I read, and I know a lot of people won't, but if you read some of the writers back in the 1800s, early 1900s, you know, if you think Charles Stanley is good, and I do, I listened to Charles Stanley for years when I was working at IBM. I mean, God bless me. I was in a lab by myself, and I listened to him every day. And I learned a lot from him. But you take him compared to some of those old Baptist writers back in the early 1800s, and I mean, you got to, Read it, and you've got to reread it. You know, you can't just read it once because you won't get anything out of it. You know, that's, I'm always amazed, you know. I talk to people sometimes. Well, I just want you to know, Prince, I've read the Bible through and through. Do you understand the Bible? Oh, no, I don't understand it. I just, you know, I just, I just want to tell you that I've read it. All that did is made you more accountable to God. But you didn't get anything out of it unless you asked for wisdom and understanding. Lord, show me what you were saying to me. See, I think that's the thing that we get mixed up. You know, Solomon was writing Proverbs. David wrote some. But what is that scripture saying to me? Well, here in Proverbs 4, 8, it's simply saying, exalt her, exalt wisdom. We should have an understanding of what we say we believe. In Proverbs chapter 2, in, uh, in verse 4, you know, in verse 4, God tells us, seeth thou seekest, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasure. What's he talking about? We not only need knowledge, but we need understanding. We need to understand what we believe. We need to understand when the scripture says, you know, if you do this, then this is the, how it's going to affect you. That's what the psalmist is saying, uh, Solomon is saying here, you know. And then uh, we go over to uh, uh, Psalms 
you know, Psalms, the 19th chapter. Psalms 19 and verse 7. God here comes up, he tells us, you know, when we look at Psalms 19, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening her eyes. Now, we read those two verses, but now we let's ask for wisdom so we can know what the psalmist is telling us or saying to us. And when he says, the law of the Lord is perfect, convincing the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. You don't have to be educated to be saved. You don't have to have a diploma. You don't have to have a trellis degree. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that to come down on education. You know, education is a plus. But, you know, you don't have to be educated for God to save you. But you've got to understand when the Lord enters your soul and calls you out of darkness that it was God doing that. So he seek her. Seek wisdom. Seek wisdom. Thirdly, we need to pray for wisdom. You know, uh, have you ever stopped and, and asked God, you know, you know, you know the situation that I'm in. You know what lays ahead for me. Well, God already knew that situation was going to happen before it happened. So it, it was no uh, surprise to him. You know, we uh, uh, sometimes it appears that when something happens to us we don't understand, you know, we are surprised. God knows what's going to happen to me tomorrow. And he also knows how I'm going to handle it. Look at James one five. God said, if any of you lacked, if any of you lacked wisdom, let him ask God. That giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now, when something happens to me or something happens to you that's not pleasant, we sometimes even say out loud or to ourselves, what is this all about? Why is this happening? I don't understand this. Well, you know what's happening. That's knowledge. 
But now let's understand that knowledge is for wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, if any of us don't understand why the situation is, prime example is this uh, virus that's going around. You know, that isn't something new. It's just a different name. God has always dealt with his people. And anytime there's something tragic that happened, we tend to get a little closer. We begin to think about God a little more in our faith. But we need to pray for wisdom. Pray. And when we pray for wisdom and you know how God deals with nations, and this is my opinion, and I, I'll tell you up front it, it is, this virus and all the other stuff that is happening, having the president that we have, having everything that's in place, I believe it's the chastening hand of God because America as a whole has turned her back upon the Lord. Now, that's what I did when I asked for understanding. Then where are you going to understand? Is God going to send a telegram to me, an email, a messenger? No, it's in the Word of God. So we've got to go back to that Old Testament, which, you know, I, I'm not an Old Testament person. I'm a New Testament Christian. The Old Testament will tell you how God dealt with nations who turned their back upon the Lord. I mean, we can blame anybody we want to, but God blesses faithfulness. God blesses when his people are obedient. And this nation as a whole, we know individuals. I thank God that I know some and you know some. But this nation as a whole does not worship God. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 9. God said, for this cause we also since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And let me give you an example. One of, I'll take, pick out any one of y'all, you have a job, you got another job offered, more money, Better hours, all that. And you may ask the pastor, you may ask the church, pray that I'll make the right decision. That's good. But God says here, for this cause we also since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that he might be filled with the knowledge of his will. It's not, will this situation be better for me physically, financially? How will that affect 
my relationship with God. And I, I'm convinced in my mind, very, very few, if any, Christians do that. But see, if a promotion takes you farther out of God's will, it'd been better if you didn't have that promotion. Because as saved Christians, our lives should be pleasing the Lord. And when we do that, he'll bless you. He'll bless your family. He'll bless your kids. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. Paul here writing to the church at Ephesus said, Ephesians 1, 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. You know, there are some people that you've got, close friends, whoever, that you'll confide in. But you're not going to just confide in personal situations with somebody that you don't know, don't understand, you know, whatever. But God says here, you know, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In other words, my greatest desire is, why did God save me? You know, the average person says, I don't care as long as he saved me. Well, then you don't believe that God saved you on purpose and for purpose. If God saved you to just keep you out of hell, then the ones that are blessed is all of these aborted babies because they don't have to go through anything. You know, they got life and somebody killed them and next they're in glory. But wisdom is what Why has God blessed you or why has God showed you something that he hasn't shown somebody else? Because you're special? You know. Wisdom is something we all can get. Knowledge, we got to search for it. Wisdom is as simply as asking for it. Because wisdom will help you and I draw closer to God the Father. You know, somebody asked me, and I'll just, you know, take a general question. I'm talking to Steve, and we're talking. And I said, Steve, how often do you think about dying? You know, and he may say, 
Man, what kind of question is that? Well, if there's something in Steve's life that shouldn't be, he certainly doesn't think he's going to die today because if he did, he would take care of it today. That's just, to me, common sense. But we don't think about dying. You know, somebody young and our statement is always, he was awful young to die. But how old was David's boy? How old was my two brothers? We'd never know. But if we got wisdom, we know that we're going to die or be raptured one day. Well, we live with the eternity in view. You know, in uh, Psalms, the 90th chapter, Psalms 90, one verse. Psalms 90, verse 12. God said, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So there's something that we need to do, there's something we need to make right. So what are we going to do? We know we should read the Bible more. We know we should pray more. What are we going to do? God's made it very clear here, and I, I think that that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom is, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long, and let it repent thee concerning thy servant. But yet, you know, we as a whole, we as a nation, we as an individual, we, I know I should and I will before I die. What are we doing? We're not numbering our days. You know. Now, I take myself and take my granddaughter, I guarantee you, Caroline isn't old enough to think about dying. And Caitlin is planning on getting married, so, you know, she ain't thinking about dying. And that's being human. But the way I take it, I want both of my granddaughters, one all three of my granddaughters, to be ready 
could I? And that's wisdom. That's wisdom. Think of the shortness of this life and of the infinite length of the next. No other thought will be so helpful in purging worldly perceptions and vain priorities. Death is imminent and eternity is forever. Death is sure. So, think off of your dying. I mean, I, I don't sit around. I hope you don't sit around and say, you know, I may die tonight. But I want to keep my life in such a way that I would not be ashamed to die. I'm going to die, or I'm going to be raptured, every one of y'all. But I don't want to be ashamed of dying. You say, well, if I die, I die. Well, wisdom would tell you to come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. In Matthew 12, verse 42. Matthew chapter 12, verse 42. God says here, the queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Greater than Solomon is here. What an understanding from the lips of the Lord. Solomon spoke God's wisdom. Jesus is God's wisdom. Look at 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians. Chapter 1. Chapter 1. Let's look at verse 24 and verse 30. But unto them which are called, both Jew and Greek, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Verse 30, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness, sanctification and redemption. Now notice, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption. 
God showed me infinite wisdom when he showed me I was lost. Because I would have never come to the conclusion that I needed a Savior unless God made me alive. And he did. Every one of his elect will hear the gospel and the Spirit of God will speak to them. That's that infinite wisdom. Now, I may, and I mean, you know, we don't like to think about it, but, you know, if you be honest w- with yourself and you look at, uh, you know, church roles, and I've been going through a, a lot of stuff, and, and since 1977, We've had a lot of people on this road. The world. Where are all those people? Most of them are dead. Most of them, when they left this church, didn't join another church. Well, God is telling us here in verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God made unto us wisdom and righteousness. See, you have hit the wisdom plateau when you know you're lost and you know you need to be saved. Because such knowledge, knowledge will not save you. Knowledge plus wisdom will cause you to see you need to be saved. Experiences, you know, things are happening, things are falling apart. You know, the first thing that Christians do when somebody talks to them, well, you know, everybody goes through good times and bad times. Anytime something bad happens to me, the first thing I want to do is I'm going to check my temperature with the Lord. Sure, all of us have problems. Life is short, full of trouble. You're not going to live without having trouble. But we don't have to bring trouble into our life. Solomon spoke God's wisdom. Jesus is God's wisdom. I preach the truth, and Christ is the truth. That's why all true preaching exalts and proclaims Christ Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's what John 14, 6 says. He is the answer. Don't make a difference what your problem is. He's the answer. I just talked to a couple a few weeks ago, and they said, I said, you need Jesus. And they Brighten up, and they said, so if I come to church and join the church, our problems will be over. No. Absolutely not. We have got to use wisdom. God is, is not, you know, some person that says, when you get hurt, he picks you up and wipes the blood off and bandages you up and isn't that? See, he is everything. 
He is everything that we need. As we prepare to close here in just a couple minutes, let's look at 2 Corinthians 1.20. Second Corinthians. Chapter 1 and verse 20. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. What is, what is so wonderful about this verse? Well, that's what it is. For all the promises of God in him. If he promised you something, he'll do it. If you're willing to repent and believe the gospel, he said, I'll save you. If you're willing to confess your sins, get your life back in order, I will help you. But he doesn't keep Christians from facing the judgment of the courts. Matter of fact, God says, you reap it, you sow it. Jesus bought our salvation by his death, burial, and resurrection. So, therefore, in him, in him are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You can't get wisdom, godly wisdom, without him. It won't happen. I mean, you can get all kind of knowledge. You can go to school, take courses. But when you look at Galatians chapter 2 and verse 3, what does Paul say? Galatians chapter 2, verse 3. In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Are hid. You know, if we want to be a better Christian, if we want to be a better husband, a better wife, a better whatever, it takes forth effort. It don't happen just, I'm going to do better. And yet you get up in the morning and you do the same thing. To know and to love and follow Jesus is to own the treasure of ultimate and eternal joy and happiness. Therefore, the command, get wisdom, means first and foremost, come to Jesus, come to Jesus, in whom are all the treasures of wisdom. I'll say this because I can back it up from the Bible. A lost man may know a lot more than I know, but he'll never have the wisdom that a child of God has. 
Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the privilege that's been granted to us to be here and to study this great subject. We thank you.